our Guys in Short Sports LeBron, bringing you all things LeBron James every week on this podcast. Kitty. Although it sure does feel like it, doesn't it, guys? <laughs> it does. Hey, Jeff, what's up with the spray paint in the corner? Uh, hey, uh, that wasn't me. That was Ben. That was Ben that did that. All right, we admit it. We've been talking a lot about LeBron and the Lakers' free agency over the past several weeks. In fact, we got so caught up in it, we completely missed our opportunity to talk about the freeway series between the Dodgers and Angels this past weekend. Who cares? How did that happen? <laughs> you should. <laughs> Call yourself a Dodger fan? On the show today, we're going to fix that. Not only that, but we're going to attempt to fix all of baseball. We're overachievers, what can I say? MLB is in the middle of one of its lowest attended seasons in recent memory, and we're going to weigh in with our thoughts on how to get it back on track. Also, we'll talk LeBron and the Lakers. You know it! Let's do it! I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. LeBron is coming to the Lakers! Oh, he gets to say it for real <laughs> this time! Darren Besa. What is going on, L.A.? And Ben Garcia. hoop de hoop yeah, Eric, yeah. the Portuguese homer, I mean hammer, is oh. out this it's week. It's Galaxy Week. Yeah, Galaxy Week. <laughs> Say hi to Josh Gessman for us, hammer. We love you. We'll see you next week. Uh, Vic is back, and if you've listened to the show, you know that Vic is the one that has been preaching LeBron coming to the Lakers the longest of anyone, literally anyone. Yeah. I think he knew LeBron yeah. was coming before LeBron knew he was coming. I think so. Yeah. You got it. So... We we need to give Vic an opportunity since he missed out on last week's show when we discussed LeBron. We need to give Vic an opportunity to gloat or share your thoughts. Preach or, it. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Let Talk. me tell you. Let me tell you. So at the beginning of the uh, NBA season this year, I made a comment and I said, you know what? LeBron's coming to the Lakers. And I gave my reasons why. My reasons, to sum it up really quick, were just that, you know, he's done everything in his career. What's the one thing that's left to do that could, uh, you know, make his legend grow even more? And the only thing that was left was to bring the greatest NBA franchise ever back to its glory and bring him an NBA championship. And I think that's exactly why LeBron came. Yes! Um, And let me tell you, this 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 is not... A team getting Mike Trout. This is not a team getting Clayton Kershaw. This is not a team getting Giancarlo Stanton. This is not a team getting J.D. Martinez. This is a team getting all four of those players if you're a baseball team. Yeah, I mean, he is that much of a difference. You should throw in Manny Machado while you're at it. (laughs) (laughs) Why not? Go ahead, Manny Machado. Um, Yeah, this is huge, you guys. I mean, this is the best player on the planet coming to play for the best franchise on the planet and uh, I cannot wait to see what transcends. What's been inter- interesting is that it looks like he's going to play a different style of ball with yeah, with the Lakers. I read that article, but go ahead. Yeah, so it looks like, and that's part of the reasons why they got the players that they did, Yeah, um, was to allow LeBron to go and play down low at the post. Yeah. And uh, apparently he's been watching a lot of film of Kobe and, and Kareem and, and all the other great you know post players. and uh, Andrew, he, Andrew Bynum. Andrew Bynum. (laughs) 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 And uh, I'm excited to see this. I I think he understands that this team has uh, sort of an identity already, and they have young players that, you know, have have kind of uh, grown into their roles here. And he's not here to disrupt that. He wants that to grow. And in fact, uh, there's reports coming out that said he told the Lakers, don't sell the farm for Kawhi. Yeah. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, so don't love trade that. everybody because he wants to play with this young crew. He yeah. wants to play with this team, 
And That's fantastic. I, yeah. I, I, also, I also think that he knows that with his presence, that when 2019 free agency comes around, yeah. that he will be able to lure a Durant or a Kawhi somebody, or somebody to come in. And so if we were to give up those things now, even if you acquire a high, you know, a, a high labeled free agent next season, you may not have enough of the young legs to be able to take the reins over as those guys age. So I think it was great that he did that. But, but to your point, Vic, one of the things that I, I read, and I'm sure we read the same, I think it was Ramona Shelbourne when she wrote the article, basically saying that LeBron has been a, a power forward, but but actually the way he sees himself now is if you look at the league, the center position has pretty much uh, been obliterated with no. the three-point shot. And so a lot of times teams will go small. And so he would now be considered a center. And if you look at Draymond, Draymond's not a natural seven-footer. I think he's like 6'9 or 6'10. LeBron's a 6'9 and he's thick. So like to Vic's point, he's going to be playing in the post and – He's going to be taking a lot of those minutes, freeing up the power forward position and the small forward position because there's a backlog right now in the forward position. So by LeBron playing the center, you enable two other forwards, Kuzma and whomever else they want to have play that Ingram, you can have them playing small and power and still have LeBron there and playing center. So it really opens up what they can do. And then, you know, obviously bringing in the, the, the guys that they did, you're going to get some toughness. And I've, I've been talking for since this podcast has started that the one thing that the NBA is missing is, well, there's two things. Right now, they're missing a villain. So, so you, have, you have Golden State's a villain. Now I think the Lakers are going to be a villain sure. because nobody likes Los Angeles. And I think you're going to start to get a little bit of that 80s basketball feel that I like back with the Lakers because I think the Lakers are looking at Golden State, right? I'm going to equate this to the Miracle movie, uh, uh, USA Hockey. <laughs> all right, let's okay. go. Let's ben, do it. Ben just saw that We're a couple weeks there, ago. I did. So all his references. <laughs> but but here's the thing, of, yeah, right? Miracle. In Miracle. Starring yeah. Kurt Russell. Came out in 1984. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is that they, when they started training in that movie, they, they went in with the idea that we're going to beat the best team. <laughs> And so they trained to beat Russia. And I think that the, the Lakers, the way they're being built right now is because I think that they know with LeBron James and now with Houston overpaying for some players, I think they may be out of the conversation for title contention. Um, they may make it to the Western Conference Finals knowing that they're going to see the Golden State Warriors. And what better way to beat Golden State than to beat them up? Oh. Well, yeah. I mean, and so, so I think it might get light, uh, down and dirty in the trenches, and and if they can punch him in the mouth, and just ball control, and and and, and then you've got you know defensive guys that are really making them work, and even lowering their three point percentage from forty percent maybe down to thirty two or thirty three percent, you may have enough offense with LeBron James to be able to surpass them and go to the NBA Finals. So I I think that there's a lot of things right now that if are going on. I didn't. <laughs> know any better i think ben is being optimistic ah uh, here we go <laughs> i call it like i see it man <laughs> that is usually not an, an optimistic yeah. view that's what i'm Sitting saying back on the yeah couch. we've i yeah, could we, not be more excited we we've talked about this uh, off the air i don't think we've talked about it on the air but ben and i have talked about like we i we don't want to watch the the showtime lakers play the golden state warriors we don't want to watch the jordan you know bulls play the 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 golden or the you know the celtics or we talked about what would happen if the bad boys, the Detroit Pistons, played this Golden State Warriors team. Oh, what you have what would happen, right? Yeah. Like, right. And I think that's what the Lakers are trying to do, and they're getting yeah. their version, which is kind of a soft version of. 
that team, yeah. but it's the today's version of that team. So you're going to have some hard nosed players, and and Rondo can play ball. I mean, and he can play defense. He'll he'll he you know he can knock you down. Uh, Stevenson obviously will blow in your ear, um, but uh, <laughs> they're going to be a hard nosed team, and I think uh, it's going to free up. LeBron especially doesn't have to worry about playing as hard as defense as he might. I mean, he he'll, he's a little lackadaisical on defense sometimes. Let's, and, and, let's the, and the thing is, if he's playing center, he doesn't really need to be on the floor, you know, chasing people around. He he can cheat off of usually whoever he's guarding, right. right? Because if you think about centers in the league, most of them shoot like JaVale McGee, right? Or DeAndre Jordan. Those types of players, even if they go out to the three-point line, LeBron doesn't have to really play him. They, he can just kind of sit there and cherry pick the middle so that he's not in an illegal defense, but he can save his legs for the offensive side of the ball. So it also helps that he's not having to guard the best player on the other team. Yeah, and and I think the Lakers know that they don't have the firepower this year to contend with the Golden State Warriors. So instead of trying to you know match them with in a firearms race, let's build up the defenses a little bit and see how that let's see how that works for a year. And if it doesn't work, guess what? We're the, all these guys are on one-year contracts. They're going to be gone. They have without having to trade anybody. They'll be able to put in the max contract on this team. So somebody is coming to this team. And if you can get two superstars, then the guys that were on this team right now might even take a bigger pay cut to stay on this team. Yeah. Right? Why not? Yeah, it's the Lakers. Yeah, and and Rajon Rondo. Let me touch on him really quick. One of the f- things that Rob Palinka said that first thing that he did when he came to the team is he said, "I want to. Who's your film guy?" And they're like, oh, it's Johnny Johnny Film over there. And he's like, okay. He went over there and he talked to Johnny Film and he said, hey, I want – give me all the footage. I want to – as much footage as you can, I want to watch this team from last year play. And the reason why he said that is because he wanted to – right now he's learning the tendencies of these young players. And he wanted to get a mental image of that before the season even started. This sounds like an episode of Kobe's Detail from ESPN. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it but sounded that, like Act Two of the movie Mir- Miracle. Claimed <laughs> Kurt Russell, love it from 1984. Really, right? that one. really good piece of cinema. It watch really it. is, yeah. But um, I mean, that that tells me that Rajon is in it. He's in it for the right reasons. Yeah. He, you know, he he he's here to win, and he's here, and he's talking about he doesn't mind coming off the bench, even though they said. There's no starter right now that they're going to fight they're it gonna out. They're going to compete. Yeah, they're going to compete to see who's going to start. And Rajon's fine with that. He goes, "Hey, if, if he beats me out, he beats me out. I'm, I'm coming off the bench." I, I love this. Like yeah. this is this is the new beginning, you guys. This yeah. is a new beginning of the Los Angeles Lakers, yeah. and I cannot wait. It's oh, going to be for you, Vic. awesome. That is exciting. Yeah. All right, Vic, because we promised uh, the listeners baseball talk, so we do need to move on. But I want you to give real quickly. Darren mentioned the uh, the mural getting spray painted yes. over the uh, the LeBron mural, and there's this kind of I feel like it's a minority, but it's a vocal minority that that feels like this is Kobe's town, and LeBron has no place in this town, and you can't root for LeBron if you were a Kobe lover. Now you were critical of LeBron, I feel yeah. like, yeah, right. but you're all on board. Yeah, what's what's the argument? Why? Why are these people idiots that aren't I, jumping I don't, on this? I don't. Train? I think I don't think they're necessarily against LeBron. I think what happened is, and there's been articles that have already come out and said that he's the greatest Laker ever. Yeah, well, that's, that's exactly yeah. right. Yeah. Right. So I think that's what's pissed off people because the mural originally said the king of L.A. Right, and people didn't like 
that it said he's already the king of L.A. Like his name is the king, so they took the of out, yeah. and then they put they just left it L.A. afterwards. So I think people are just upset. Like, dude, like this was Kobe's town. This was his. He, this was his reign. Like, and this it was, was his, it was yes. Magic's town before it was Kobe's. Right. right. But 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 those but the people who are, they're too young to know that they're, they don't they don't they didn't watch the eighties. Uh, you know, going against the Celtics. Like hey, this is why auto insurance is expensive for those that are under twenty five because they're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> the same thing could be said about us watching in the eighties when people were talking about Bill Russell in the in the sixties, and they're like, "No, dude, like you don't understand. Bill Russell was," and we're like, "No, no, no, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar." But it's the same. Every generation's the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. So here's the thing: is I think that they're just mad that he hasn't even scored a point for the Lakers yet, and. Some people are already, you know, crowning him the best Laker ever, and I think that's rubbed people the wrong. It's like you got to come here that's and fair. prove that's something fair. first. And, and yeah. for those that think that, get off of Twitter. Go get a girlfriend and go enjoy a dinner. <laughs> <laughs> I can't argue with you. Hey, All right, <laughs> yeah. Before Ben gets on his soapbox, let's move on, shall we? Oh, we're going into the ninth, Ben. So uh, full disclosure, we got a bet. We're watching the uh, Angels Mariners game at the moment, and uh, Ben and I made a bet. The yeah. Angels are leading eight to three. <laughs> we bet that in the sixth ben, inning, Ben bet in the sixth inning that uh, the Angels were going to blow it. <laughs> and honestly, I'm on Ben's side as an Angel fan. I'm on your side, Ben, because our closers right now are not very good. Darren, you're yeah. the worst. Yeah, I know I am. You, you have this, no... is, this is exactly why I sit on the hate couch. You have no pitching because you're paying Albert Pujols too much money. All right, all right. <laughs> Let's let's uh, pump the brakes there. Miracle. All right, let's calm down for a Game's second. Game's not over yet. If the Angels lose, I got to do 100 push-ups. If the Angels win, you have to do, you had some sort of mathematical 38. equation. I was gonna, yeah, you had, <laughs> the to do, Pythagorean theorem. You, you had to do yeah. 100 push-ups, and I'm going to do 37 and a half. And how did you come to that? I, uh, I, because it was three. To, it was eight to three at the time, so okay. it's three-eighths of 100. Gotcha. Oh, okay. Yeah. So Fair Wilson, enough. what, is the top of ninth? <laughs> if I were you, I'd be worried. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fix baseball, shall we, boys? <laughs> the Dodgers have made a huge turnaround and are back on track with another World Series run. I, I think we can agree there. The uh, the Angels have some of the most exciting players in baseball with Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Mm-hmm. And uh, last week, all we were talking about, the last several weeks, all we've been talking about is LeBron, LeBron going to the Lakers. Now, not discrediting that news. That's huge news. But it's obvious that baseball is just losing its popularity. Yep. MLB yeah. is on track for its lowest attended season since 2003, I think it is. Wow. Um, so this has been written about. Uh, there's been articles out. They were talking about it on Mason and Ireland the other day. And we thought it was time that we chimed in and gave our thoughts mm-hmm. on how to fix the grand old sport of baseball it's america's pastime come on of course so uh so let's well first off we're going to be referencing two articles we read these are great articles vic found one of them it was by jeff passan from yahoo sports i think i'm saying his name right it was called passan i think okay there we go 10 degrees the mensa members idea that can solve almost all of baseball's problems that was pretty good article uh, and also, this one kills me because it's from Boston, but Dan Shaughnessy, uh, the Red Sox oh. <laughs> r- reporter for the Boston Globe, wrote, uh, the hated Red Sox, I added hated, maybe red hot, but baseball is striking out in every way. 
So uh, these were pretty good articles, and we wanted to chime in and give our thoughts. So first off, before we get to that, let's talk about, do we agree with this? Is there a problem with baseball? Oh, I yeah. think so. Yeah. 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 Yes and no. I think that baseball... You sound as, like Eric now. Well... <laughs> Don't appease everybody. That's a PC answer. <laughs> baseball, you, for Eric. those who have loved baseball, it's still a great sport. But I think that now as time is changing and, and you've got you know cell phones and Twitter, nobody has the attention span to watch a four-hour game. So that's why everybody's talking about, let's make it faster, let's make it faster. But the reason why I think that baseball is losing viewers is they could make this game an hour and a half, right? But it's slow. Yeah. You know, you between you know just the time between pitches, the time between putting the ball in play, strikeouts, all these different things. I just don't think that people want to watch it. And and I think this goes with and you're going to start to see over time, I think it's already happening with the NFL. Nobody wants to sit down and watch a full NFL game. What do you guys do on weekends on Sunday during football season? You watch Red Zone. That is true. You're not watching the whole game. You're watching highlights. And so I think that the whole world really is doing that. And, you know, and over time, I think you're going to see this problem with other sports. I just think that baseball is the slowest of all those sports. And that's why we're talking about it first. Yeah. It, it all has to do with pace of play. I mean, right now, the average baseball game is averaging about three hours and 12 minutes. That's a long time. We can do a lot within three hours and 12 minutes. And I kind of look at my son, who is an avid baseball fan. He plays for a travel ball team. He goes to tournaments every other weekend, but yet this season, he's probably going to watch on TV about 15 hours of baseball. He can get away the following day and watch quick pitch, which will take him through all 15 games in an hour. Yeah. And he loves baseball. He has no time right now to sit through an entire game. Three hours and 12 minutes is a long let me, time. Let me, let me actually just say this. And I've, and I've sent you guys articles that are very long. They'll take you 15 to 20 minutes to read. And I send those to you guys. And Vic is probably the only one that reads it. That's, <laughs> the rest of you guys. That's true. The rest of you guys. <laughs> Bingo. You guys will click on the link. Read you'll, the look, you'll look nope. at the headline. Yeah. Nope. That's already more than I do. <laughs> and then you'll, you kind of swipe with your thumb, right? And you go, more than two swipes, yeah. not going to read it. And <laughs> that so, is true. so, you know, that, that's our society today. In fact, we talked, we kind of joked a little bit about Paul George's short, right? He did three sections and they were each seven minutes. There was a reason why it was seven minutes. And it's because most people, I'm sure they did a study that was if a video is eight minutes, I won't watch it, but if it's seven, I will. I'm sure that that seven was what was done by ESPN. Yeah. <laughs> if you were going to say it, I was. <laughs> but but that's the point, right? And so you know, to Darren's point, it's a four-hour game, right? Yeah. When, yeah. If the if the Dodgers are playing the Yankees, they both play the same style. Fell off a number of pitches, get deep into the count, right? Let's get the starter out by the fifth inning because he's pitched 110 times. That's that extends the length of the game. And if you're a purist, and you in in, in the article they say if you're 75 years old. Then you're gonna love it. You're gonna and, love and it. you're gonna yeah. love it until you die. My generation, I think that was that was sort of the, the tipping point, right? I think that there are some that are of my generation that love baseball, and and and, and to Darren's you know son, there's another generation of kids that are growing up that love baseball. But for those casual fans, I think you're losing those casual fans mm -hmm. because it is slow. It's slower than basketball. I'll even say that it's slower than soccer. Although I think that most people will still agree that baseball is a better sport than soccer. <laughs> you know what? I think it actually runs deeper than that. I think it's 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 all fun and games when you say it's pace of play and all that. And I think that does, you know, attribute to some of it. But I think the bigger problem is that 
you know, I worked in recreation for years, and at the level of kids playing sports, baseball's dying, and it's been dying for years. So now you have these kids that didn't play baseball when they're when they were, you know, 10, 12, 13, 14, whatever it is. When they grow up, they're gonna they're not gonna watch the games. But you know, I actually blame video games and watching oh TV. My, for how that. old no, are you? Let me tell you why. Let but me tell you why. Oh when God. I when I was a kid, Jesus and I was and I was four and five years old. My mom during the summertime. Vic, save that really good point that you had. Ben <laughs> yeah. needs to. I'm, uh, I'm on my soapbox. Yeah, right. Oh my god! But in the summertime, we had a park that was behind my house, and so my mom would just say, "Look, take your glove, go to the park, go play with your friends for you know, and check in every hour or whatever it was." So from the time that I was four and five years old, I was out there playing baseball, right? So by the time I got to seven, eight, nine years old, myself and all of my friends, we could, we could field a ground ball. We could throw it at first. You know, we were yeah. able functionally to be able to do that and not look stupid. The problem when you're younger and you don't do those things, when you don't care if you suck at it, right? Because it's <laughs> the whole thing about learning when you're a kid is that you fall down and you don't care what other people think. When you get to past a certain age and now all of a sudden others can do it and you can't, you feel embarrassed, you feel shy and you don't want to do it. It's those video game kids. That, that I'm serious. Kids are raised like that. And by the time that they're given a baseball and they already have that self-awareness I, to know me, that you can't me, do let it. Me, let me blow your theory out what? of the water because the, the, the sports that were doing well while baseball was dying was basketball and soccer. Those are the two sports that they, they couldn't get enough coaches, enough referees, enough people to man the, you know, these teams that were just overflowing at the seams. And I think that's... Now you have those guys growing up. World Cup, how big is it now in the U.S. compared to 15 years ago? MLS is way bigger than anybody thought it was going to be 15 years ago. Basketball, it's all we've been talking about. I, I don't and think it's that's because, Well, it's... <laughs> you know what fine. it is? You it's know what not it is? video games. There's, there's, I can guarantee you that. There's, there's more, plenty of studies that show that it has nothing to do with anything. There's, there's more sporting. Well, if it's about video games, then it's about the parents because the parents aren't making the kids go right. out and play I'm just like using, your parents I'm did. just using video games as sort of a crutch, but it's it's that they're not out doing anything athletic. No, in, but indoors I just said doing that. Other stuff. I just said they were. They're playing basketball and soccer. You know what, though? In Ben's defense... <laughs> When we were kids, did you ever see a commercial on TV that reminded you to go outside and play? No. 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 That commercial Never. did not exist. Yeah. Yeah. It exists now. Yes. First yeah, sign of the apocalypse. But that's, <laughs> but that, you know what, that's not video games. You know what it is? It's dumb parents. It's parents. Who don't let their par kids go. The, we, everybody's so afraid of this boogeyman that doesn't exist. And, yeah. and parents don't let their kids go outside all right, all right. to play. Let's parents not attack Vic soft. and his eSports, okay, guys? No, no, no. So video games are that. off the table. All it right. It, video games that. in general. All I don't right. even play right. video games let's, anymore. Let's get back on the track with The fact of the matter baseball. is that's not the reason. I mean, okay. that's just playing the, the reason. That's not the reason. Fair enough. It's not video games, but and it's not kids not getting outside. Sports are taking over other sports. Other sports are taking over. Faster-paced sports yeah. are taking over baseball. Fair enough. Some of the other arguments that uh, these articles brought up was the season's too long, too many bad teams, uh, too many non-competitive games, too many I think strikeouts. You know what? To the non-competitive games, I think that that's going to. I think the next team, the next league that's going to have problems with this is the NBA. If, and, and, and I think in that article, they said that right now, Major League Baseball is on pace to have more 100-win teams than ever in the history of Major League Baseball and also to have the most 100-loss teams. And so yeah. what's happening is these teams that are in the middle, they've learned that if you just suck it up really, really bad, you may get the next Bryce Harper. You may get the next Mike Trout. And it's worth it to tank. 
because they figure that in the middle of summer when no other sports Bryce are Harper going on. Bryce Harper and Mike Trout have done really well for their teams. They can. <laughs> They've they won can. how many World Series? <laughs> womp, womp. Mom and Dad call him play. <laughs> He's got a point. It is true. <laughs> but it worked for the Astros. But, but that's, what, that's what the Astros did. So right. I think, no, I think right. that you're the right. Astros right. are the model. And so other teams are saying, well, you know what? Let's just suck it up. We know we can get fans out there enough. To, to fill even the stadium a tenth of, of, of the full of, of full capacity. And we'll hope that next year we get the, the game changer the year after that. And, and then, you know, all of a sudden we're contending for championships. So that's the model. And that's what's happening on the NBA right now. And when we were kids, if you remember, there was always like three or four really bad teams. And there was like four or five really good teams. But everyone that was in the middle was fairly close. And on any given night, you know, or in any, you know, seven game series would give you a competitive series. And, and I don't I just don't see that anymore. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to still get through this. A couple more. Not enough balls in play. The average time between balls in play is 3 minutes 45 seconds. So that wow. just speaks to the pace of play yeah. and, and the That's game. That's two Paul George videos. Um, and the other thing, <laughs> and we've talked about this on this show, uh, baseball stars are increasingly anonymous, which... You know, it's finally good to hear that others are listening okay. either to me or that I agree, uh, that they I agree. agree. I agree, Ben. Well, I I'm, I'm excited to hear that because you say Mike Trout specifically. <laughs> yes. But it sounds like the league is oatmeal, no sugar, except for your beloved well, Bryce so, Harper. You know, and so if you think back, right, <laughs> one of my favorite movies, and this was was done in the eighties, was Bull Durham. Miracle. Oh, Bull Durham. Oh. <laughs> Another 80s sports yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, great. But in that, in that, Nuke Lelouch gave an interview. If you guys remember that scene in the movie, and if you haven't seen the movie, no, check it out. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. But Nuke Lelouch is giving, and he's like, man, that wind feels far out. Like, he just doesn't know what to say, and he looks like an idiot. So the catcher, right, comes over to him, and he says, listen, I need to teach you how to interview. And so he teaches him what to say. And the thing is, is that as Twitter has become more uh, prevalent and, and, and you've got all these different news channels, you know, you're not being wait, you're not interviewed when you're just a, a professional, you're being interviewed in high school. And so they learn early on that you don't say anything that's going to give you negative press. So everybody's learned that you just need to be mundane and boring. They've learned from Derek Jeter. They've learned from others that that's the way you get through into the professionals. Because if you start making noise in the beginning, people won't like you. And you know, if you want your brand to sell and you want to make all this money, like you can't have ad, ad, uh, adversaries in, 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 the, in that type of game. So I think what's happened is if you look at like some of the big personalities you know, in baseball, you had Manny Ramirez, you had Jose Canseco, Pete Rose. These, there was something about these guys that you, that you either liked or that you hated. But Drugs it, and it, betting. It gave you a reason to watch. And the thing is, is that, I mean, Bryce Harper... <laughs> He's still vanilla with no sugar compared to the rest of these yeah. guys, but he's so much more out there than a, a Mike Trout that, you know, you kind of have to hold on to what's out there. And that's, I think to me, that's the biggest problem. When you think about personalities of Kevin Garnett and Kobe Bryant, those shine through. They would say things that would piss people off. They would be honest. You don't see that in baseball. And that's, I think, the biggest problem that I have with the athletes and the stars of baseball. Oh, right. Wow. I let's, love it when Ben gets wow. worked Yeah, up. he's all fired yeah. up. Let's, well, let's talk about some solutions here, all right? Um, how about I'll mention some of the solutions that are brought up in these articles, and we can weigh in on them. And then if you guys have any solutions of your own, we can uh, we can do that. And, and maybe uh, while we're talking, Ben can uh, do his 38.7 push-ups that he owes. Oh, is the game over? Game over. <laughs> Light up the halo. All right. Uh, how about we start with the strike zone? There's there's discussion. I think, you know, the, the uh, what do they call it? The digital strike zone or the, um, 
you know, computerized. going Computer computerized yeah. strike zone. Right. I think, you know, kind of the argument is the technology isn't quite there. But I think we've talked about that before on the show. And I think we all agreed that once the technology's there, oh, yeah. that, that needs to happen. Yeah. And I love the. the I disagreed the then, and I, oh, I still right. disagree. Oh, yeah. You yeah. still disagree. And I love the shrinking uh, strike zone. The dynamic so zone. why don't you, yeah. why don't yeah. you talk yeah. about that? Because in the article, this is a great. It only works oh, with I the digital strike beautiful. zone. But this yeah. is a great idea. Yeah. So part of the problem that they're saying right now is that, you know, batters, obviously, it, it behooves them to get into the deep, into the count. So they're going to not swing at early, swing, early pitches. They're going to try to get as deep as possible, uh, put some pressure on the pitcher, and and the dynamic strike zone changes all that by making uh, the strike zone really small at the beginning, and as each pitch comes, it gets bigger and bigger. So uh, it it's it's in the favor of the batter to swing early instead of swinging late, and I love that. I think that's brilliant. They should do that as soon as the technology's ready. Do it in. It 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 makes it's things brilliant. exciting. Oh yeah. Again, I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> Says the guy and, with the 84 Miracle VHS tape. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and why, Ben? Because it sounds oh. exciting? No, I, you purist. Let me finish pouring my whiskey. Hold on. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Leave, leave the man alone. <laughs> yeah. Here's the reason why I think it's stupid. If you looked if, in the article, what it did was it told you where that strike zone was going to be. And so it tells you from the top of the knees, like the first pitch, like when you have zero strikes, it's the, 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 the first strike is going to be called from the top of the knees to the belt. And then once you have the first strike, it goes from the top of the knees to the letters. Mm-hmm. And then the, for the third strike, it's going to be from the bottom of the knee to the letters. If you think about the inconsistency of the way pitches are called today, I don't think that it's really going to change the game all that much. Because if you watch, if you watch the strike zone now, they've got the little white box and where the pitch yeah. goes in. They're calling strikes when they're just outside of the zone. They're calling them just inside of the zone. So I, I, I believe that you can get all of this computer technology, and I think that you can change that, but I don't think that it's going to impact the game at all. You don't think by putting a ball right in the center of a batter that <laughs> it's going to put the ball into play a little bit more often than what it is right now? They're, they're it's, so it's not only really that. No, it's what, not what I that. It's, it's to change the mindset of the batter. So instead of waiting for it to be three and two, he now has the incentive to swing early before the before, strike zone yeah. gets bigger. There's definitely I, I, a batter advantage with a smaller strike zone. Yeah. Could you agree to that? I, I do. I yeah. do agree with that. But I just, I, I just don't think that I think you can make that change, yeah. and I don't think that it changes a thing. And you know what, everyone? Stay off Ben's lawn, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I just watered the damn thing. <laughs> uh, what, what do you guys think about raising the strike zone? I mean, the argument being that it would encourage more small ball, you less the, home the, runs. The, the mound? or less the, strike, the, no, actual the actual strike, the actual strike zone. zone yeah. Oh, I didn't hear that one. Uh, Mason in Ireland talked about oh. that. Well, so here's my thought on that, is that most hitters, and I, and I think that as, as generations have gone on, I don't think today's baseball players are as good as some of the ones in previous generations. If you look today, who can hit a high fastball? There isn't a whole lot of guys that can hit a letter-high fastball. They can't turn around on it. Mm-hmm. So I think if you were to elevate the strike zone, you're actually going to the, the counter uh, argument is that you're going to get more strikeouts, and that is what you're trying to get away from. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the of the. I'm not a fan of that one. Yeah, messing with like the strike it. zone. Okay, moving on. <laughs> moving on. <laughs> How about pitching? So there was some discussion about limiting the number of pitchers, like a three batter minimum when you brought in a relief pitcher. 
I kind of like that. It kind of yeah. limits mm-hmm. bringing in a pitcher just for one one batter. Yeah. One batter. Yeah. Well, so like that. I, I would I would actually I don't I, I'm I'm not really big on tinkering with rules, but the one what? of the things that I would. No, listen. <laughs> rhetoric of law. When we have when we have those you know shows where we're like, how would we change the rules? Like I'm usually ridiculous on it, but I think one thing that I would do here is I wouldn't tell you how to use your pitchers. What I don't like is if you know I think one of them that was suggested is that you throw in a pitcher and he has to pitch to three batters, uh-huh. and that if he doesn't, then you get intentional locks or whatever. It was kind of stupid. What I would do is I would actually change because you have a 26 man roster, and most teams will carry at least 10 pitchers which means that you've got 16 utility players. What I would do is I would say in a 26-man roster, you can only carry seven pitchers. So that the manager who now is making the change really has to make that thought process of, am I going to waste this guy for one batter or for one? In some, in some cases, it's one pitch, right? Because you bring out a reliever to pitch to one guy, the guy swings at the first pitch, and then they yank him because of a He's matchup yeah. for the next time. So I, I think that by doing that, it, 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 it does two things. It makes your starter go longer, which we've been getting away from. And two, it makes them think about how they actually want to use the pitchers. Now, do I think the players union would allow that? No, because no. I think they're afraid of all of these innings and all of the injuries and there's too much money in baseball. And I think if, if, if you really want to get to the root of what's ruining sports, it's the money. Because once people start caring about <laughs> the money, once, <laughs> once people start caring about money, they, they no longer care happen. about the beauty of the sport. And if you want, if you think about the favorite they times. They came out of left field. If you, so if you, players shouldn't be concerned with money. No, they are because it's important. But what I'm saying is oh, that yeah. when, when you think back to the glory days of every sport, it's before the money got involved. Mm-hmm. Right? Money got involved with baseball in the 90s. And I think that that's when it started to, to kind of de- uh, degrade. I think that now with the new players, the CBA and the NBA, it's it's. I think we're 10 years away you know from seeing realized? the NBA being a major league ben baseball. Ben is the rainbows and butterflies of pre-90s anything. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> he remembers like a Because we're soft now. Yep. I don't remember. Yeah. No. And I don't remember anybody being able yeah. to hit a high fastball ever. Like, that's just... yeah. You know, nearly impossible to do for You know anybody. who else does that? <laughs> Literally everyone's grandpa. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, the good old days. <laughs> I liked I liked that idea, by the way, Jeff. Used to walk the, in the, the snow to you school. You have to face three yeah. pitchers. I, I yeah. love that. I absolutely you like love that? I do or, like that. So uh, there's that. Also, just limiting the amount of pitchers you could use in a game. You know, not even affecting the roster, because you're right. The players' union wouldn't go for that. But yeah. you can only really, change what, your three pitcher... Times? Yeah. Yeah. Like four, three, four times in a game or something like that. Yeah. Well, what happens in an 18 inning game? Yeah. I, I don't, I'm not a fan well, of so that. Well, so then for extra innings, you get special you would, rules for extra you innings. Get, you know, an extra pitcher. I don't know. But it, yeah, that one I'm yeah. not so much of a fan of. <laughs> Maybe they should just after 15 end it in a tie. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure Eric would <laughs> oh, agree no. with that. Soccer fans. A one one would tie love in it. baseball. Oh, they'd be loving ties. <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that was brought up is the format of the league, eliminating the divisions, yeah. and it'd be the best teams making There's more, the more playoffs. teams have got to make the playoffs. Yeah. I mean, especially in such uh, a long season like baseball where they play two million games. You're totally wrong. No, they played. <laughs> imagine one of the teams that he, they brought up that they talked about a was thousand the, on disagreeing. Yeah, yeah, but was the Baltimore Orioles, and they're already out of it. Yeah. Like they're oh, done. They're, they're barely going to break Why, why, why go eliminated? to a game? Hold why don't go to a game? Right? Let me, let me, let me make this no, argument. Hold on. Hold on. No, you always yeah. cut me off, so make, I'm going to cut you off. <laughs> so, no, here's, here's the thing. 
The first round of the NBA playoffs is always really shitty because you got the number one team against the eighth seed. Now, if you extend that out now there have to been twelve number teams, one teams that have beaten the eighth seed, one. There's been no, one. I think there's two. It, okay, in the history of the NBA, yeah. my point is is that it usually sucks. If you and if you think about <laughs> one in sixty four, right? No, in you the know NBA, what sucks is not having your team out of baseball when you're not even halfway through the season. That sucks. The only reason you ever want to extend the number of teams in the playoffs is because you're greedy and you want to make more money. No, it's to and, make, and that's and that's what the NC two A is doing with with the basketball no, you're team. They went from sixty four to sixty eight teams, and now wrong. they're going to continue on. You're and, absolutely wrong. And when you take wrong. that seventy second team you're against the number one team, wrong. they get demolished. Absolutely wrong. Sorry, they get demolished. Passionate. I love it, Vic. You're why is he wrong? For exactly the reasons that I just brought up. If you're a Baltimore Orioles fan, there's no reason to watch this. You talk about attendance going down. Why the hell am I going to pay this much money to go park, to be in traffic, to go p- pay for a $20 hot dog, a $30 but, beer? But like, why am I going to go to this game? But they're historically awful. How? In, I don't see any scenario where they would make the playoffs it's as reduction. awful as they Re- are. Go from 30 teams down well, to no, 24. Well, that's, I would love to see a reduction Reduce of two yeah. teams. That's, that that okay. I don't mind. And and you've got to get more teams. This whole thing of like, do you remember back in the days where it was just the the, uh, the pennant winners would go? And that was it. Yeah. That was it. And then they just added in you know, the wild card and all that stuff. They did it for money reasons. They did because, but it makes it more interesting. Do it. Yeah. They had. To I don't do think it. that it does. It oh, does. Okay. There's no way it doesn't, Ben. <laughs> We're talking about attendance here, right? Mm-hmm. If your team is already out of it, why are you going to watch? There is no reason to watch. Right. Thank yeah. you. So you've got to give these people some reason to watch, and the reason the reason is, you know what? Get us what Jeff always says: get us into the playoffs, and we'll see what happens. That's true. If yeah. the Lakers, if the Lakers, how did you guys win your World Series? Wild card. Thank you. Let me yeah. ask you this: If the Lakers, <laughs> if the Lakers for the next twenty years, okay, in the current format of the playoffs in the NBA, we're going to be seventh or eighth. But seed we're talking at, about baseball. Let me finish. We're talking about. We're not talking about the NBA. <laughs> let him. Let's let's see where he's going with that. Then we'll make fun of him. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> no, I'm not going to be cut off anymore. <laughs> I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. <laughs> this podcast. Oh, you too. Okay, so there was another idea thrown out there uh, regarding playoffs is the first place team gets to choose who they play. Yeah, I kind of like that too. Ben? If you're going to keep this format of a wild card team, (laughs) Uh I think you have to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because a lot of times the wild card is the the team that would be more fierce. Yeah. uh I feel like that's interesting. Come on, Ben. (laughs) We got to get you on board with one of them. (laughs) What do you think about that? I agree to disagree. <laughs> That's what he would say. Well, you may as well do push-ups if you're not going to talk. I'm just kidding. Right, <laughs> we love you, Ben. All right. Oh, we lost Ben. We did. Ugh. Okay. Let's let's talk back about, and Ben had some thoughts on this. I don't know if he's still with us, but uh, the players <laughs> in general, the excitement of these players, getting kids like the NBA to invest in a player, because that's... That's what a lot of kids do is they they get excited about a player, not mm-hmm. even necessarily a team. And uh, I think, I don't know who which article or who it was that suggested, but encouraging these players to bat flip or to, oh, to do more so celebrations yeah. and, yeah. and give totally these guys more that. personality. I've said that on this podcast before. Yeah. That they, yeah, this whole thing of this old school thought of you can't do this, like you're disrespecting the pitcher. Shut up. You shouldn't have thrown that fastball down. You disrespected yourself yeah. by letting this guy hit a home run. So shut up (laughs) like seriously it's so dumb yeah it's dumb 
I hate it. We'll encourage more Bryce Harper. Yeah, more Bryce Harper kind of reactions. Ben? I'm in. What do you think oh, about that come one? On. Come on, Ben. Oh, we still lost Ben. All right, Vic, we got to let. How about if Vic agrees to let you talk and not cut you off? Are you in? <laughs> we got the silent treatment. Man. This, ben is, a, is, this is a new this for is us. Not good. Yeah. I don't, know, not I don't know good. what's going on. All right. Before this uh, sinking ship goes all the way down, <laughs> let's, uh, let's keep going. So uh, bat flips, we agree, promote players more. Um, what is that about MLB not? I don't know. Is that MLB's fault? Why, why are baseball players so oatmeal, no sugar? Not just Mike Trout. <laughs> <laughs> well, according to Ben, they'd say, he'd say they're all soft. Yeah. yeah, just like oatmeal and no sugar. Yeah, baseball has to take part of the responsibility on this because the NBA is really good at uh, and, and to a fault. I yeah. think sometimes they do it too much, honestly. But uh, yeah, baseball has got to take some of the blame on this because they don't pump up their players to so promote the players a little yeah, bit more. Promote the players yeah. more. Yeah, maybe yeah. bring on Vince McMahon in a consulting role. Hey, <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Ben, do you agree? If you agree, don't say anything. He agrees. <laughs> Yeah, we got him to agree. We broke the curse. I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, how about any other ideas? You guys have any any? Can I just say? Yes, you can. Um, that if, one one of these time, one of these days, you're going to realize that uh, everything that I say isn't BS. <laughs> I had said b- beginning that? of the last of, of last season. During the season of last last year, we were talking about rule changes that we would make, right? And I think we were being kind of funny at the time a little bit too. But one of the things that I said that baseball needs to do is stop this stupid four ball. You have to throw four balls to send somebody to the first. Like that never made any sense to me. It's dumb. It's dumb. They actually did it. So yes. yeah, one day you guys will realize that's not, right. Not everything you that did I say, say is that. yeah is 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 dumb. But. Um, you know what? I, I there was another thing in the article, the Yahoo one, where they were talking about uh, crowd engagement more, and um, I, I think that's, I think that has to happen. I think there has to be more. Uh, if you want to get a, a DJ, if it's not a DJ, you want to get somebody who you know pumps up the crowd in between innings, whatever it is, they need to do something besides the, da 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 charge. <laughs> and you sit there, and you sit there for about another right. seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, yeah, they, I, I, I like that suggestion of doing something with the crowd. I think, uh, yeah, I think one of them said use the uh, public address announcers yeah. mm-hmm. a little more. That's, yeah, uh, that's great. It incorporates Mike Michael. Arajo. Yeah, yeah. Do you like agree it. with that, Ben? You love Mike Araujo, right? You guys <laughs> see eye to eye on everything. If you agree, don't say anything. <laughs> hey, he agree. <laughs> Well, I think it was just that simple. They incorporate all those ideas, and yeah. uh, baseball's fixed. Yeah. In the meantime, we got to deal with what we got, and that's the Dodgers and Angels. Woo! Let's, let's discuss uh, how is it that the Dodgers just can't win against the Angels in the regular season? I mean, he, you won one game, so we took two or three. Because the Angels are the Dodgers' kryptonite. Ooh, that's, that's interesting. Right there. That's interesting. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that was a great series, to, though. To be fair, the Dodgers gave you guys one you game. You gave us mm-hmm. that that first game, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but we uh, were scrappy and took it. You had yeah, high we power had to have runners on bases. 
Hi, how? Uh, hi, you guys showed that high. That high no, hey, I'm serious. <laughs> you had what? Pool holes Homer, Otani Homer, yeah. Trout Otani, Homer. Yeah, a trout. Yeah, yeah. Something Thank to be you. ashamed about. Thank you, Vic. I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna be ashamed about it if we uh, take it uh, this Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. No, I only care about the World Series. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look at the standings. You guys yeah. could sweep us during the regular season. If we win that World Series, we won't. Nobody even remember that. Yeah, yeah. That's just like, uh, hey Vic, we won the last World Series. What's a Dodger fans' rebuttal? That's cute. Uh. <laughs> who won? Who won more? <laughs> who won more? Exactly. Yeah. 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 That's why it's you cute. You gotta, yeah. You gotta have those locked and loaded Dodger fan responses from yeah. nineteen what eighty eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You guys are doing well, other than. The drop oh, yeah. the two games against us. Yeah, just uh, they need to keep grinding away. I, I really do hope they pick up one or two free agents to solidify them. But uh, I, I I want them to make get get us into the playoffs and let, let's do this let's do this whole pony ride again. Any I'm any uh, names that you guys are hoping to get? Uh, well, the big name right now is Manny Machado. Manny Machado, yeah, yeah. So um, which he might just be a rental. So it looks like the Dodgers aren't willing to give up Verdugo or Bueller. Um, they want to give him some of their other other players that are in the in the system. Uh, Verdugo, I, I would be willing to give up only because I don't see where he's going to come up anytime soon. Like what position he's going to take, really? You know, obviously Corey Seager's out for the season, and and Manny Machado would be a perfect uh, fill for that 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 position. So sure. we'll see. We'll see what happens. Ben, any thoughts on Machado? <laughs> <laughs> he's not a fan. <laughs> He's not a fan. <laughs> oh, Ben, we miss you, Ben. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> Besa, what's well, going on with our angels? You kind of take what Victor had to say, and you kind of flip it around <laughs> to the angels, in which we started out so hot, but all of a sudden have, well, not all of a sudden, for the past uh, month now, we've been struggling. And for the life of me, and th- this is why I was comfortable with Ben making this bet, is because even though we've had, what, a... Uh, a five-run lead in the bottom of the seventh. Our relief pitching has sucked. Yeah, sucked so bad. I did my thirty-seven and a half push-ups, by the way. Yes, yes, he, yes did. he did. Yes, he did. Hey, Ben's hey, here. Ben's hey, back. hey, welcome back. <laughs> welcome back. We're fixing baseball. Got any thoughts? Oh, we oh lost <laughs> dang it! You know, going into a trade deadline. I mean, that's a question, Jeff, that I would ask you. Do you do you see the Angels? trying to pick up anybody at this point in time because we're I, we're pretty far back in our division we're what fourth in our division i want to say 13 and a half or so back behind the wild card race yeah and oakland at this point is almost catching up yeah i i have no clue i i can't even speculate i know there's been questioned whether the angels will be buyers or sellers i i have a hard time believing we'd be buyers yeah so would i um you know, and, and sellers, I, I feel like Epler, if the right deal came along, he would probably make a move. Yeah. But I, I I don't know what I don't know what that's gonna be. I don't know if he'll be actively pursuing anything. I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think at, at this far out he's going to be. No. And I agree with you. Oh, this team yes. started so strong. It's been so frustrating. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> Darren and I will be at the game on Shohei Otani <laughs> double bobblehead night, though. Can't wait for that. At least it's good news that he's in. Uh, he's back in the lineup, although yeah. he's not pitching, which uh, is <laughs> what we need. Yeah, he'll be playing in the game of his bobblehead night. That's exciting. There you go. <laughs> yeah, we have a voicemail we need to get to. Oh, yeah. Dun, All right, dun, so we'll dun. close the chapter on baseball. Let's listen to this voicemail, shall we? Ben, you want to listen to the voicemail? 
Hoop-de-hoop. There he is. There's Ben. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Cliff calling in from NorCal. Just want to check in with you and uh, weigh in a little bit there on your Los Angeles banner. Oh, here we go. You guys all seem to be so confused down there on which teams are, constitute teams that you should follow. Uh, well, the Los Angeles of Angels of Anaheim are about, what, one mile from the Anaheim Ducks? And I haven't heard anyone supporting oh, them. Just one go. goes to show you how terrible <laughs> Ducks fans are. And two just goes to show you how short-sighted Los Angeles fans are since the uh, Ducks have won a championship more recently than both your Dodgers <laughs> and your Angels. But uh, I also wanted to say thanks to Jeff for dating himself, talking about the Thomas Guide. Yeah, <laughs> he has a anymore. flip phone, by they the way. Use, uh, it's called a smartphone, something like that. I don't know. Maybe you should look it up. There you go. Uh, yeah, good talking to you guys. Got another championship up here with them Warriors, and uh, just wanted you guys to weigh in on the over under for Luke Walton's tenure. Now that uh, LeBron's coming to town, mm. I don't think he lasts the season. What do you guys think? All right, talk to you later. Bye. Oh, Cliffy. Wow. So much to unpack. <laughs> <laughs> Where do we start? Can I just point one thing out? Yes. Is he was trying to make fun of us for, you know, not being Anaheim. You know, the Anaheim Ducks have won championships before the Angels did. And, you know, they're like not even a mile. They're like, what, 20 feet away from Angel Stadium? Not far at all. Yeah. About that. And that he... You know, he was saying that basically, I guess what he was trying to say is that if we're going to include, you know, the Angels, we should include Anaheim because they've won a championship. But it's the Golden State Warriors. So, I mean, technically, uh, it's not the North. That's true. Right? I mean, uh, the Golden true. State uh, yeah. encompasses the entire, the entire state. state. The whole right? California, yeah. So, yeah. I think we get to see a little bit of a celebration in that championship. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want it. <laughs> but I like your argument, but I, <laughs> I don't want to celebrate. And also, everyone knows that L.A. ends at the 57 freeway. Yeah. So Actually, I, want, I wanted to talk a little bit about his uh, comment on Luke Walton. With, with LeBron James coming over to the Lakers, I mean, LeBron James seems to know basketball. Really? Luke Walton being, what, a th- huh. what was it, third year as a head coach? Yeah. You guys think he's going to have a problem about coachability with uh, LeBron James? It's kind of like trying to teach Snoop Dogg how to smoke weed. I mean, he Snoop Dogg knows how to sw- <laughs> smoke weed. LeBron James knows how to play basketball. What is Luke Walton going to do? It's a great point. I mean, uh, the only thing that I can think of is that obviously they're going to be trying to run uh, LeBron a little bit differently than he, you know, wasn't in, in Cleveland or, or really in Miami. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, you know, you know who is who loves Luke Walton is Jeannie Buss, and she's I think yeah. Well, I think yeah. I think she's. She's going to protect him for as long as she can. So I don't have a doubt that he's going to last this season. Um, I don't. I don't see LeBron James having a problem with him because Luke Walton's likable. He's a you know he's a player's coach. So uh, I, I think he lasts the season. Well, yeah, beyond so that, too. I don't yeah, know. I agree. But I mean, this he's going to last the season. Yeah, that's encouraging. Uh, <laughs> last thing to point out in Cliffy's voicemail: uh, the banner, the infamous guys in shorts banner that we posted on Twitter. We talked about it last week. We got. Uh, the wrath of Twitter. <laughs> it was bad. It. And good Vic, at the same were, time. It was you good. weren't here for that yeah. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you weigh in with uh with your take? Well, I mean, Jeff nailed you know, nailed it, you know, 
pretty you pretty much nailed it as of why we were picking the, these players as and, i and do with everything You're right. right thank you and uh, <laughs> uh all these other people that were complaining you know they were obviously complaining because they didn't know what the meaning of the banner was it wasn't how many championships you have it wasn't what teams you should follow it wasn't the last team that had a championship because that would be the los angeles spark so and nobody's crying about them right you know i mean they won the championship what was it, last year um it was about getting the the players that you know transcended their sport the best at their positions these guys are are the best in baseball best in basketball best in football and best in 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 soccer and they play here in LA yep. so uh that's the reasoning why we put those guys up there and i know a lot of people had may have had problems with Aaron Donald but Look, when I when 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 you're watching ESPN or Yahoo or you and you look at the top ten list that people put together of the NFL, Aaron Donald's He's the on only that list, yeah. the only defensive player on that top ten list. The yeah. only one. Yeah. So I don't think you can argue that he's not the best defensive player in the NFL. So, uh, you know, could there be arguments for other players? Uh, possibly, but I think we nailed it. I don't think we did anything wrong. Agree to agree. Oh. <laughs> Vic. And, and, by the way, the Kings Rome wanted to, you know, uh, I understand their fan base wants the King up there. And when Bailey jumped into the equation, we got destroyed by Kings fans, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, we like, did. Yes, we did. He, t- he totally turned the tide, which was awesome for oh, social yeah. media purposes. I love it. But um, he totally turned the tide, and we got destroyed. And, and, and like you guys said, Kings fans can't even agree on who should be on the dang banner. And Eric, you know, the nice guy that he is, he put Kopi up there. But I will fight people, and I say that Dowdy, if there's going to be a king on that banner, it should be Dowdy. Yes, Kopi had his great season last year. But prior to last season, he, was, he, was, he wasn't the player that he was last season. Like, he's he's been in the league a long time and he's always been a good to really good player last year he was really good like really really good right Dowdy has been consistently really really good as a defensive especially as an offensive defensive type type player and and Dowdy I, I believe belongs on that banner before Kopi does oh wow yeah oh wow. man wish you were here to fight with uh with James well I mean he would win <laughs> physically in a fight but uh, no. <laughs> well maybe <laughs> he does carry a gun. <laughs> See? <laughs> All right. Well, good stuff. Before we get out of here, though, I think uh, Hammer had a write-in comment, didn't he? Oh. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I have it right here. Hammer wrote in, <laughs> Zlatan has 11 goals and three assists in 11 starts and 14 games played. Uh, and honestly, that is, that is pretty amazing, especially since some of those games he only played half the game. Um, for you know, for a few of those games, he, he was a sub. So not even half the game. You know what I mean? Like maybe uh, twenty-five to thirty percent of the game. And uh, this guy is showing why you know he is who he is, even at the age that he's playing. He's still Zlatan. So Zlatan will be Zlatan. Give us the temperature on that. Is he what Galaxy fans expected? Better than Galaxy fans expected? Uh, I think he's what Galaxy fans expected. Okay. Um, he uh, is very he's, he's a dynamic player who's not surrounded by uh you know other dynamic there's good players on the galaxy don't get me wrong but he i don't know how to explain it but he you could tell that he's when he's on the field he's just different than everybody else uh-huh. on the field if that makes any sense yeah. and and once the galaxy are able to surround him with players that can complement him better i think the galaxy are going to be really good nice. nice yeah well all right this is exactly why he's on the banner. 
That's right. <laughs> That's right. Deservedly so. Ah, uh, let's get out of here. Hey, thanks, Cliffy, for calling in, leaving us a voicemail. If you'd like to leave a voicemail for us, you can do it through the website or at our voicemail number, which is 562-450-3356. The website is guysinshorts.com, of course. And as always, please follow us on Twitter at guysinshortsla. You can tell us how much you love our banner and how accurate it is with all the players on it. Instagram is at guysinshortsports. We're on Facebook, Reddit, everything else. Uh, please share the show with all your friends. Do we want to have people review us after this episode? I feel like, <laughs> I feel like this was a four to five star show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, review yeah. us yeah. on Apple Podcasts. Five stars, please. We'd much appreciate it. Helps us out a ton. And uh, share the show with all your friends. That's it. For Bravo. Victor Costello, Darren Besa, and I think Ben Garcia is still around here somewhere. I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week. If you do anal, you're not a virgin.